for the last, I believe, three weeks, two weeks. This is the third week we have been uh, embarking on a, on a study of the sacrificial system in, found in Leviticus. And so tonight we're going to continue as from Leviticus chapter 3. Spend the first couple of minutes just reading through uh, this entire chapter. I will read in your hearing. Leviticus chapter 3. If you present an animal from the herd as a peace offering to the Lord, it may be a male or a female, but it must have no defects. Lay your hand on the animal's head and slaughter it at the entrance of the tabernacle. New Living Translation. Uh, verse 2. Lay your hand on the animal's head and slaughter it at the entrance of the tabernacle. Then Aaron's sons, the priests, will splatter its blood against all sides of the altar. The priests must present part of this peace offering as a special gift to the Lord. This includes all the fat around the internal organs, the two kidneys and the fat around them near the loins and the long lobe of the liver. These must be removed from the kidneys, and Aaron's sons will burn them on top of the burnt offering on the wood burning on the altar. It is a special gift, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. Special gift, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. If you present an animal from the flock as a peace offering to the Lord, it may be a male or a female, but it must have no defects. If you present a sheep as your offering, bring it to the Lord. Lay your hand on its head and slaughter it in front of the tabernacle. Aaron's sons will then splatter the sheep's blood against all sides of the altar. The priest must present the fat of this peace offering as a special gift to the Lord. The two kidneys and the fat around them near the loins and the long lobe of the liver. These must be removed with the kidneys, and the priest will burn them on the altar. It is a special gift of food presented to the Lord. If you present a goat as your offering, bring it to the Lord. Lay your hand on its head and slaughter it in front of the tabernacle. Aaron's sons will then splatter the goat's blood against all sides of the altar. The priest must present part of this offering as a special gift to the Lord. This includes all the fat around the internal organs, the two kidneys and the fat around them near the loins and the long lobe of the liver. These must be removed with the kidneys and the priest will burn them on the altar. It is a special gift of food, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. All the fat belongs to the Lord. You must never eat any fat or blood. This is a permanent law for you, and it must be observed from generation to generation, wherever you live. Praise the name of the Lord. Permanent law must be observed from generation to generation, wherever you live. And so the first, first week we looked on the, the burnt offering. We call it the Ola or the offering, the ascending 
offering more speaking more of the uh, the smoke that ascended to the heaven as a pleasing uh, aroma to the lord last week we looked on the the grain or the cereal offering and i'm telling you brothers and sisters i i got a little a video clip last week of two of our brethren here uh, they took notes um, made their illustrations and i'm talking about sister Tamian, brother isaac i was so surprised to see how detailed their notes were praise the name of the lord jesus and we just want to encourage our young uh, believers in the lord just to continue uh, to be excited about god's word and just to pay attention uh, to the words of the lord there's a blessing indeed and so for the burnt offering if we recall uh, we discuss what it meant in terms of the believer or the person surrendering to god surrendering to god a heart of surrender submitting oneself to um, oneself to god and for the cereal offering as it relates to the worshiper spoke about a life of devotion to god a life of devotion to god and so here we have the third offering or the third sacrifice which was mentioned in Leviticus chapter uh, 3 called the the peace offering peace offering and similar to the burnt offering the smoke from the sacrifice we see that in verse 5 of Leviticus chapter 3 the smoke from the sacrifice is considered a pleasing aroma to God one of the things that we should note brothers and sisters is that these sacrifices that were given to the children of Israel they lived in a, a world then where the other nations of the world they practice similar sacrifices to their gods if we understand god who created adam and eve was the first one who made a sacrifice when man sinned, he created garments of skin for Adam and Eve to cover their shame. We recall as time progressed, it was Adam and Eve's sons that went to worship and they sacrificed unto the Lord. They provided an offering to the Lord. And those of us who remember that story, the Bible said, Abel 
gave the Lord a more excellent sacrifice, meaning that God was pleased with his sacrifice. It was a sacrifice that was established on faith. From that, we can understand that the order of worship was given to Adam and also his children knew what it meant to worship God. In the order of the sacrifices, we will note that the burnt offering was first. And along with the burnt offering, they would present a cereal offering to the Lord. But what is important with the burnt offering is that the burnt offering was a sacrifice where an animal, whether from the cattle, from your herd, from your flock, or even a bird, was given. The life of that animal was given for the worshiper. Substitution. Blood was spilled. And it allowed the worshiper to come near, to draw near to God. Signifying that blood is necessary as it relates to man coming to the eternal or the sovereign God. That's why we understand when Cain brought his sacrifice, he did not follow the pattern or the principle that was given as to how man should approach God. He skipped the burnt offering and headed straight for the cereal offering. His offering was not established on blood, neither by faith. He did not care about what was given, what was required. He did his own thing. And that's a lesson for us too, is that God is a principled God. And only what he, he requires of us will be accepted. We come to a very holy God or the holy God. And we just can't worship him based on our feelings or what we, we think we can give him. God demands and man must rise to that level. Not only that he demands certain things from us, but he's so such a gracious God that he provides what is necessary for worship. As I mentioned before, after Abel, the occasion with Abel and Cain, we recognize that the generation that was there became very corrupt. And God himself said, my spirit will not always strive 
with men because he noticed the heart of men were continually evil. But the scripture tells us that Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And so God determined to bring man into judgment, determined to wipe out his creation and save only Noah and those he had selected to enter the ark. When Noah disembarked the ark, he provided a, an offering to the Lord. He built an altar and sacrificed to the Lord. Not many uh, years, a few generations after, we see that there is there was just one family that left the ark. And this family knew the order of worship. One family. Noah disembarked the ark. And the first thing he did was to uh, make an altar. And provided a burnt offering unto the Lord. Noah's sons, after a few years, we recognize that the world became corrupt again. There was only one godly line that was left after the order of Shem. The Bible said that men departed from the east and then we developed uh, where we ended up rather in the story of the Tower of Babel, the rebellion, Nimrod. And out of that, we recognize all the religions that you see in the world starts or begun with the, the story or the rebellion that was found in in, in, in the Tower of Babel, Babylon. And so, if you recognize all the world religions have some similarities within it. It started from the Tower of Babel or Babel. Most religions if you do a study of it, you'll recognize most religions have a flood story. Most religions have a father, mother, and son. Most have a son that die and re reincarnate. And most have a creation story and an end of world story. So you recognize that this all started from what was given in Genesis. The seed of a woman. There's a promise that's coming into this world that will bring healing to the relationship between man and God. And so what you recognize is after the rebellion, people begin to develop their own religion, their, their way of serving their God, idolatry. And so that's why you have certain similarities and so, likewise, in all these sacrifices, what was happening was actually the Lord himself, after having redeemed Israel out of Egypt, he's purifying the nation of Israel. 
God is removing, so to speak, all the dirt, all the confusion, all the, all the different ways, whether they may see it in, in nearby tribes or whatever it is. God is giving his purity of worship to, the, to a, a people, a redeemed people. And that's, a, a, that's something for us to note. It is, a, it is a nation that is in covenant relationship with God. Thank you, Lord. And so, here we have God, the Holy God, the Holy One, as Scripture will tell us, is telling the people of Israel what worship is and how worship must be done and how you will gain a positive result out of worship if it is carried through in, by faith or done by faith. So, tonight, we look at the peace offering right, from the Hebrew word Ziva Shelamin. It's called the offering of well-being, the offering of fellowship, and the sacred gift of greeting. And Shalom means peace, greetings. It's a new class of offering. It is a little bit lower than the the the, mink, the Ola and the Minka. In that, if we remember the burnt offering and the Minka, which is a cereal offering, only the priests could eat part of the sacrifice. But in this offering, we will notice some difference. Let's look at the sacrifice. When we contrast the burnt offering uh, with the peace offering, in the burnt offering, only male from the herd or the flock and birds were accepted. But in the peace offering, verse 1 tells us it can be male or female animal from the herds or flock no bird just a, a male or female from the herd or the flock the burnt offering is a compulsory offering if anyone intends to draw near to the lord he must provide a burnt offering it signifies Submission. Uh, the peace offering is a free will offering. Uh, it's given after the burnt offering and the cereal offering. 
It is an occasional offering. It's not compulsory. The worshiper gives such an offering when he desires to give it. Not so with the burnt, not so with the cereal offering. Those were compulsory offerings. But this offering is a free will offering. And it focuses on the peace of God. Having peace with God. Joy and the, and the peace of mind which comes from knowing God is at peace with us. And the end goal is our acceptance by him. From this we understand, coming down from the burn to the cereal, that worship, our worship to God must be structured, compulsory, and also spontaneous. So, for some folks who have a difficulty doing the same thing over and over, the Lord gave it to the Israelites. Seems like tradition. But this is some of these sacrifices was something they were something that the Israelites would do over and over. But then the peace offering is spontaneous. Believer gets up in the morning and just wants to offer a sacrifice to the Lord. Spontaneous. And we mentioned the priest. The Bible said that the priest must present part of this peace offering as a special gift to the Lord. This includes all the fat around the internal organs. If we had more time, we would look on some of the, the differences in terms of what is presented to the Lord. But here, here the priest is presenting a part of this peace offering. Not so with the burnt offering. Everything is burnt up on the altar. But this one, the priest presents a, a part of this offering to the Lord as a special gift. And then he tells us what the Lord desires. He said that this includes all the fat, all the fat around the internal organs. Two kidneys and the fat around them near the loins and the long lobe of the liver. That's what he wants. That's what the Lord demands. Quite detailed. But it allows us to understand that God is very specific about his worship. Very detailed. 
We just can't give God any and anything. And the fat is considered a, a, a price portion of that meat. He wants the best. I'll look on some scriptures. I'll talk a little bit about some scriptures as it relates to that. These must be removed with the kidneys. And Aaron's son will burn them on top of the burnt offering. On the wood burning on the altar. It is a special gift. A pleasing aroma to the Lord. Once again we recognize. When worship is done. Correctly. It pleases God. We recognize. If we remember. Annunciation from heaven. This is my well beloved son, in whom I'm well pleased. Some of the words that we hear the Lord Jesus, what he would share, he said, I'm not here to do my own will. I'm here to fulfill the will of my father. Submitted, fully surrendered. Here we recognize, again, if you present an animal from the flock as a peace offering to the Lord, it may be a male or a female, but it has must have no defects. God is specific. He wants the best. And we have to be careful of what we present to the Lord, how we present ourselves to him. You present a sheep as your offering. Bring it to the Lord. Lay your hand on its head and slaughter it in the front of the tabernacle. Aaron's sons will then splatter the sheep's blood against all sides of the altar. We know as soon as the blood touches the altar, the blood becomes holy because the altar is holy. The significance of the blood being splattered against the altar. The altar of the Lord is holy. And as soon as the blood touches the altar, it becomes holy. And the scripture will tell us that the life is in the blood. Again, the priest must present present the fat of this peace offering as a special gift to the Lord. This includes the fat of the broad tail cut off near the backbone and a careful study of this will allow us to understand that there's a a certain um what you call it now a certain um species of sheep that 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 actually has a a fat tail and they raise that a lot in the in the middle east so even that the Lord wants. Call it the broad tail, cut off near the backbone. All the fat around the internal organs, the two kidneys and the fat around them near the loins and the long lobe of liver. These must be removed with the kidneys and the priest will burn them on the altar. It's a special gift of the food 
presented to the Lord. But we see now another animal that is allowed to be used as a peace offering. And that is the goat. I know most of us, we think of goat not as the best animal to describe a sacrifice because he's going to divide the sheep from the goat. But here we have even goat is accepted of the Lord to be placed on the altar. And we recognize that these animals too they were both male. They could use both male or female. Not like the, the previous uh, burnt offering that had they had only to use, they could only use male. But this time they can use both male or female. And they can also use uh, a goat. But they are prevented from using a bird. And we'll recognize why a bird could not be used. The bird could not be used, and we'll talk a little bit more that when we look on uh, Leviticus chapter 7. But one of the suggestions, because the peace offering was meant to lead towards a feasting, a meal, which people could come for a for a fellowship a meal and so if it is a is a is a feast after the, the portion that the lord desire is placed on the on the altar uh, there wouldn't be anything much to be found in a bird to share among the priest the priests and uh, those who offered that offering unto the lord and so that was one of the reasons, or one of the suggestions why uh, the, the, the bird was not used. In Genesis, not Genesis, Leviticus chapter 7. provides three reasons for peace offering. Leviticus 7. Verse 12 of chapter 7 tells us it can be an expression of thanksgiving. If you present your peace offering as an expression of thanksgiving, the usual animal sacrifice must be accompanied by various kinds of bread made without yeast, thin cakes mixed with olive oil, wafers spread with oil, and cakes made of choice flour mixed with olive oil. This peace offering of thanksgiving must also be accompanied by loaves of bread made with yeast. So we see the first occasion is an offering. A peace offering of thanksgiving. 
verse 16 tells us if you bring an offering to fulfill a vow a peace offering that is used to fulfill a vow the meat must be eaten on the same day the sacrifice is offered but whatever is left over may be eaten on the second day any meat left over until the third day must be completely burned up and then we have what we consider a free will offering verse 28 give the following instruction to the people of israel when you present a peace offering to the lord bring part of it as a gift to the lord present it to the lord with your own hands as a special gift to the lord bring the fat of the animal together with the breast and lift up the breast as a special offering to the lord it tells us what the priest will do all of this offering was presented at the discretion of the of the worshiper the thanksgiving offering is sometimes considered the 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 confession offering Let's look at Judges chapter 20. Here we have an issue between Israel and the tribe of Benjamin. They went up to fight against the tribe of Benjamin because of something that the men from the tribe of Benjamin did. And if you want to read that story, you can start at number one verse one but verse 24 tells us so the next day they went out again to fight against the men of benjamin They're fighting again because the previous day they went out against the men of benjamin and israel lost a number of lives so the next day they went out again to fight against the men of benjamin but the men of benjamin killed another eighteen thousand israelites all of whom were experienced with the sword. Then all the Israelites went up to Bethel and wept in the presence of the Lord and fasted until evening. Fasted until evening. They also brought burnt offerings and peace offerings to the Lord. Something is wrong. They don't understand. Why is it that they are whipped on the battlefield. So they intended to draw near to the Lord. They offered their burnt offering. And they offered their peace offering. 
the Israelites went up seeking direction from the Lord. The Israelites asked the Lord, should we fight against our relatives from Benjamin again? Or should we stop? Should we fight? Or should we stop? 